Welcome to Two Sisters Podcast with your hosts, Christy and Melissa, who are real sisters bringing you real talk about life and faith through humor, insight, and community. Now let's get into this week's episode. What's up, guys? It's Melissa. And Christy. (laughs) And welcome to Two Sisters Podcast. Okay, so Christy... (laughs) What is on (laughs) your mind today? I don't know what our audience thinks about us because I feel like the show is set up where I have these like off the wall thoughts. Okay. (laughs) And then when I speak them, like you're the logical one and I'm just like out here just kind of (laughs) floating. You know, I don't know. Is it who's for us is for us. Okay. Okay. You don't need to myself. myself. That's correct. Okay. You are so welcome. Just want to shout out to my sister beside me. So <laughs> She's the best big Aww, sister thank ever. You. She has an amazing job <laughs> of semi-raising me. Okay. <laughs> I'm she not raising her. <laughs> I am not. But well, you know, you were the main babysitter and the main disciplinarian. Well, so it's a different. Raising, it's, it's it's a different day. Rearing is that the word? Rearing. Rearing. <laughs> That's so <laughs> old school. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, you're very welcome. I love you. It's my pleasure. I love you back. All right. And so now, yes, ma'am. What's on your mind? Um. Let me try. Be patient with me, guys. Let me try to just kind of get it out. It's not going to be structured because Melissa is the structured one. <laughs> I don't know why she always got to make that a point every single because they episode. Hear, they hear how you bring me right on back. So you're saying, Christy, <laughs> what exactly? Okay. Um, so what's been on my mind um, lately is setting yourself up to be independent okay um in several areas and there's been several examples like real life examples that have come across our way like personally through the people that we know for me that has made this like glaring neon sign <laughs> Um, and it's, it goes across many different age groups. Okay. So we have, say, been involved in conversations with um, persons that we know mm-hmm. in their teens, mm-hmm. early 20s, mm-hmm. you know, early 30s. Yep. Early 40s, yeah. <laughs> early 60s, mm-hmm. mid 70s. Yeah. Okay. And what all of them, all of them, literally, have in common is that someone else is making their choices for them. Mm. And Meaning, if they're not, they're not necessarily signing, they're not in proxy of them, 
you know, let's be clear. Mm -hmm. They're not making like legal decisions and making them be a part of things they don't want to be in, but they're really being influenced by the people around them that they love and trust and respect. Mm -hmm. And they're making life decisions that aren't their first choice. And so when you look at it for, from the teenage standpoint, and even like the early 20s, like, so we're going to lump them together. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that they are highly influenced by adults or older people in their life that give them advice on what they should do, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning where they should work, mm-hmm. how they should earn their money, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they have a specific passion that they want to kind of pursue because maybe that position, that particular passion does not bring home enough money in the adult, the older adult eyes to sustain that young teenager or adult. That young buck. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of leads that young person to starting off their quote-unquote independent life Mm -hmm. already doing something and going on a path to please others. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of where it starts. Fast forward to 40s. Mm -hmm. Right? And these particular people have found themselves 40-ish. Mm-hmm. And they kind of have done what that teenager and young 20 adult person has did, meaning they followed the advice of their loved ones based on what they perceived as wisdom. But now they have found, they find themselves here and they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. And it's because they didn't check. Um, I mean, they didn't stand up for their independent right? Mm-hmm. Voluntary life choices of what they really wanted to do. They kind of just, before you, before you knew it, you got to kind of, you just got caught up in the, um, life, life. You mm-hmm. got caught up in the cycle. I'm sorry. That's the word I'm looking for. This cycle of everyday life. And you wake up and you're 40 something and you have a career maybe that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And by this time, you got real bills. So <laughs> you can't just, you know, seemingly you can't just be like, well, I quit. Right. You know, I quit this family. <laughs> you probably got, you know, probably got a whole family, some dependents, you know. You got a career or a job or a gig that you just ain't feeling. Um, so you kind of just, you know, the majority of us don't really do anything about it. We're just like, yeah, it's too late for me. Yeah. (laughs) It's too late for me at 40, whatever. I got this mortgage. I got this rent. I got these two car payments. I got mouths to feed. You know, maybe you have a older parent that you're taking care of by now. Um, It's happened earlier Mm -hmm. uh, for some. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of just keep living until you die. 
like that. Then you have the 70-year-olds who, by this time, they are depending on their family to take care of them, maybe, and may or may not be aware of other people kind of making their decisions. They're kind of like, you know, at 70, 80, they are now just like that teenager and that 20-something-year-old. They've come full circle and now other people are making decisions for them based on their health, based on their living situation, based on a pension that they have or don't have. They are at the mercy of um, their family members. Mm -hmm. And so they're definitely not, not trying to book right. the system at that point. They're just waiting for glory, waiting to go on to glory. And kind of sucking it up, just like the 40-year-old mm -hmm. and just like that, you know, teenager in their early 20s. So my thoughts are... All right. Thank you for being patient with me, audience, and letting me get that out. So <laughs> thank, my, so, thank you for the context. So, so based on those observations um, of real people... Mm -hmm. that are in those different mm -hmm. ages. Your real case studies. Listen, <laughs> this ain't this ain't a figment of my imagination. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, that has me looking within mm -hmm. and my prayer is for those who are able to meaning those who are not going to um, hurt others with their decision, the consequences of their decision. Mm -hmm. My question to you, audience, is why do you have to stay in that particular place you don't want to be? And have you been conditioned to only think that this is it and you have to stay at that particular point in your life? Is there no other solution that will bring you peace and happiness and power, freedom, stability? Mm -hmm. Safety. Because, and I'm speaking from an American standpoint because I only know what it's like to be an American citizen mm -hmm. thus far. And I feel like um, very much in our, our mentality, we don't think outside of the box um, as a community. And, but... I I implore you that if you are in a situation where you're feeling like this, meaning you're feeling stagnant, you're feeling caged in, you're feeling boxed in, you're you're feeling unsafe, you're feeling no peace, you're feeling like you're not reaching your full potential, and that there is definitely more for you. Mm -hmm. I encourage you to think outside of the box. Just sit yourself down. 
and write down what you're feeling and why. And then if you were not born in the United States, or if you were not born the particular race you were born, or if you were not in the economic or social status that you were in, what would your choices be? To get yourself out of the situation that you're in, being uh, unfulfilled. Mm. And then, whatever you have written down, basically you've taken the limits off of yourself. Once you've taken your limits off of you, because this is your imagination, you can do what you want to do. Okay, mm-hmm. you know. Don't, don't be out there sinning now. I'm talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this is your imagination. So you take the limits off. Can't nobody, ain't no rule right. in taking the limits off of your mind, right? And what's bringing to mind when I'm saying this is Romans 12, 2, I believe I got that right. When it says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed with the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Take the limits off of your mind after you take on, uh, uh, write down on a piece of paper what what it would be like to not have these limitations. And then the solutions that you come up with, why can't it happen? That's what I wanted to get to. Why can't you be free? Why, Why do you have to stay at this job you don't like? Why do you have to live in this place you don't wanna live? Why do you have to be in a relationship you don't wanna be in? Why do you have to drive this car that you don't want? Hmm. Why can't you work for yourself? Why 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 can you not own your own business? Why can you not, um, why can't you be free to make your own schedule and work the hours you want to work? Is it possible that you can live a life where someone does not dictate your schedule or dictate how much money you can make mm-hmm. or dictate what percentage of raise you're going to get this year or dictate your promotion or dictate where you can live? Mm-hmm. Or even dictate your health, because what do you have access to? Are you in an environment that encourages you to get sick? Physically, mentally, and emotionally? Yes, you know. No, I'm not going to there. So, <laughs> are you in an environment that is encouraging the breakdown of your body and your mind? Mm. If so, what can you do about it? Now, we live in a fantastic world, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, this um, worldwide pandemic situation has opened up a gigantic opening of what's called remote jobs, <laughs> right? Things that people said two years ago, one year ago, mm-hmm. Oh, well, not exactly. Well, two years ago, that you couldn't possibly work from home. Absolutely not. When you went to your 
supervisors and you wrote the proposals and you like, listen, I, I can do this all from home. No, you can't. Well, now they don't have no excuse. Right. So could you apply for some jobs online before you get your thing popping if you want to be a business owner? Um, could you volunteer somewhere else in a different area that will bring you more peace? If you don't like to be in the cold, is there a sunny place somewhere on the entire earth? Somewhere, right? <laughs> that they will pay for you to volunteer and give you room and board, you know, and house your family? Like what skills can you use elsewhere? What skills don't you necessarily like giving to the company you work for, but would love to give it in the way you desire to give it? That right there would be freedom. Mm -hmm. So I'm, um, you know, I'm just thinking outside the box. Okay. Those are my thoughts, Melissa. Thinking outside the box. Let me write that down. And what that looked like for you. I don't pretty much have too much to say um, th about thinking outside of the box because I never put myself in one. Okay. Very true. Um, and that's not to sound, I don't know, conceited, I guess. I don't, like, I, I don't know the word to describe it, but I, and, and coming from, and I, I, I'm not saying that I ever had this, this horrible, horrific, like, childhood and you know what I mean? Like, I know plenty of people who have had it worse dealing with different um, dramas and traumas. And challenges. And challenges more than me. My um, situation was more with bullying and self-esteem, and which honestly could be detrimental if you keep if you keep in that state of mind, like with anything else. And so I really think that what Christy said about, um, like I wrote down a question, does it start with your mind? And she gave off the scripture about uh, Romans 12 too, where it says, renew your mind. I believe that's in every single thing, um, especially, you know, with the word of God. But, you know, um, I think it does start with your thoughts. You have to have to believe within yourself and the, and the things that you're thinking consistently on a consistent, um, just consistent, is definitely what drives your motivation, your actions, your deeds, um, literally what's filtering your heart, your, your decisions that you have to um, act upon. Like, it starts in your mind, period. Um, and um, what skills can you bring I think she said how did you put it the skills that you can bring that you can use outside of the box and I think that's another thing again it to me starts with the confidence in yourself um, but see for me this all stems from knowing yourself and all the things that I work with people on knowing yourself knowing your value knowing your worth like all of that to me is inclusive of all of this because you won't think outside of the box you won't renew your mind if you believe it and I and this is another thing that I really uh, work with with women as far as that's my whole 
almost my whole brand messaging is as far as living someone else's narrative. And I really do believe that it does start when we are young, because again, where else is it going to start? Like, I mean, you start as a child. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a thin balance between being raised and then um, transitioning. I, you know, honestly, now that I'm talking it out, I honestly think that people, we don't do a good job with the transition process from the parent transitioning from a parent to allowing the child to process through growth without either smothering them or, um, you know, it's just a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot of variations and variables that go into that. And especially like, I mean, only from my own experience and the experience of my clients, like it, it definitely also stems from the mindset of the parents. And so if the parents came from what they considered nothing and was told they're never going to be nothing and, you know, all these different things, it's like they really don't see how it infiltrate into how they are um, equipping the child and it it filters into that child as well. It's like subtle things. Like they're probably not saying, oh, you're, gonna, you're not going to amount to nothing, but it's just the way that their mind, like if they have a scarcity uh, mindset or a lack, lacking mindset, that is going to infiltrate in how they train and teach and equip that child in life and it's just that's just is and so I do believe like it just starts at home and I think that um and I think it's very hard to have that perfect balance of you know being the adult being a parent loving your child and then want to protect them but also let them grow up and um kind of guide them you know, into what you believe God has for them to do. Not what you want for them, not what you, you know what I mean? Like going against what they're telling you they want to do. Like it's, it's just a hard thing. So, and that's another subject, but I just think that that's where it starts. Um, and that's just my two cents. And so I say all of that to say, again, thinking outside of the box is freedom. But I also think the bottom line as to why you can't or won't or don't allow yourself to is fear. Like, I just think that it all boils down to that. Yeah. Um, period. So, yeah, it's fear. Because, like she said, she gave you all the reasons. And it's like, if you're not used to being a breadwinner, if you are the single mother with, you know, kids or the single daddy with kids or if you are taking care of family and you make this amount of money and your lifestyle says it's the six figures and not, you know what I mean? Like you are, you are afraid to go out there on what you don't know. Fear of the unknown is a real thing. So, yes, it is. Um, and so, yeah, it just, it, it takes boldness and it takes bravery. It also takes faith and it, it takes you to, be mentally strong um and and and, um and and strong doesn't mean that you have you do have your your own set of thoughts that you know for yourself what you think is best for yourself but it's also being strong in 
being pliable, which means teachable, and which means that you accept that your way might not be the best way. It certainly is not the only way. So you have to also be open to um, listen. Um, And you can also learn just by observing as well. You know, you don't have to be the one bumping your head and touching the fire just to know that it burns. You know what I'm saying? Like you can actually learn from watching and seeing um, trusted sources and being able to um, take information and store up what you need and just basically throw away the rest that you don't. Like that's a skill. Um, So I believe that that's to me um, something that is learned, but I also think that you have to want to learn it. So it all, and I never move, I well not never, but I don't half the time move from my stance about accountability. That all falls on you. So again, at the end of the day, it is you who have to make the decision to move and change and be fearless and have the freedom you really want. If you really want it, you're going to go for it. And that's just bottom line. Because honestly, there is nothing that can stop you. And I know people have all these excuses, all these traumas that have happened. And, you know, the people they're taking care of and they may not want to move or whatever. Again, at the end of the day, it's your life. So it's, it's your decision and your choice. And that's all I have to say. And I'm so proud of us because we actually have done this whole podcast and wrapped up within the 30 minutes <laughs> is there anything you want to add miss christy i think with asking yourself how can you get to your happy place how can you get to your peaceful place mm-hmm. can you be happier downsizing like you might if you have to relocate to a different area to, and that's where you think you are going to be more peaceful, more healthy, um, it's having less things. It's okay to have less things to get there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then build from there. So accepting change. Yeah, accepting change, adapting to it, and thinking differently because, you know, we're talking about regions, right? So, like, if you're on the East Coast and you're somewhere cold, but you want to be, you know, South, you know, say in Florida, then that might be a different mindset. If you're from New York, but then you go to California, that's a different mindset. If you are in the United States, but you go to a different country, mm-hmm. then you need to adapt to that culture and maybe that will bring you freedom as well. Yeah. Or maybe your mindset is not big enough and you are in a lower place than you really should be. Mm -hmm. And you need to open up your mind that you can have more. Scarcity. So Mm -hmm. when you write those things down, ask yourself those questions and just trust God, pray to him. But you are going to have to do work. Like Mm -hmm. it's not going to drop from the sky. No one's going to come knock on your door and deliver you and, you know, hand you a check. Yeah, remember. Probably not. It's free will, period. So it's free will. It, let's let's do the work. Let's do the work. Let's 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 do what's in our power to have the life we want that 
is approved by God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, all right. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining and listening. listening. Yeah. And see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Two Sisters Podcast, where we hope to encourage you on your journey of transformation and healing while having fun along the way. Follow us on IG and Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends and family. It's available on all major podcast providers. Just search for Two Sisters Podcast. Till next time.